Hello, this is David Geckel from Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm a Leeds United fan. And we're back, bitches, and we're never fucking leaving. And you're listening to the DU Football Show. I just felt it was appropriate. I I love you, Geckel. (laughs) But I just felt like it was the the right way to start a new flagship episode was was with Geckel's lovely chant that that, uh, Mike Rogers covered so well also. That was pretty brilliant. It was. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Bramby. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DUEFL show, a completely biased, brief recap of the English Football League as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, just finished the marathon, Mr. Samuel Graham. How you doing, buddy? Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. There's life outside the Premier League? Yeah, there is. Oh, I, my God. I know, I know for you and I, we've never experienced a world outside the Premier League, and not it's weird. in our lifetime, Yeah, no. it's been a minute, you know. I mean, for you, it's been, the, what, the 50s? For and me, Not in my lifetime, believe it or not. I'm not that... in 12 years or some shit I'm now? I'm not that fucking old dick. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking killing me. We are recording at the DU Public House, just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch our primary show, the DU Football Show, live every Sunday single Monday night. Should you want to chat with us, there are as many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. It's at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. We are going to keep those the same. Uh, so get in touch with your EFL questions to those uh, tags and um, an email address, uh, if you would, please. Helps us stay organized to have everything in one spot. Yeah, it does. And unless you suddenly give me like, you know, 500 fucking listeners of this show, then gladly I will set up a, there will be a second Twitter and a second me email. That is for fuck sure. All right. So Sam, myself, both work in the wine and speed in your industry and have a deep, passionate love for shut all the, things. Shut, shut the fuck up. We're recording at the same night. We're drinking the same thing we were before. Westward Milestone, Solera age, no age statement because it's between three and 20 years old. It's fucking excellent. Move on. Very good. Well, then, fuck it. Let's get into it. We're going to cover um, all three tiers of the English Football League, and we're going to start off here with the championship. Again, my mind is blown. Yeah. I didn't know these other 72 teams existed. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing to me. It's, it's all new to you. And uh, the championship, this will only take eight years to cover this season because as it has been well documented, it has uh, 8,456,000 teams games a season so much so that you just created a new word for it yes i did <laughs> documented <laughs> i know don't mind me it's been a long fucking if night it's, if it's over five thousand pages or five thousand games yeah. rather it's documented mm-hmm. not documented exactly thank you i appreciate that let's get started on friday they kicked off the season with um armstrong and adams both scoring as southampton win two to one over sheffield wednesday yeah and there was some some you know, kind of excitement surrounding Wednesday as well. and But you thought Southampton really didn't lose many players, and they, and they still really had their, 
obviously they got relegated, but they're quote-unquote talismanic players. Obviously, James Ward-Prowse, we, yeah. we've spoken about multiple times. Uh, but Che Adams uh, uh, and Stuart Armstrong, a few others, were still there. Um, a, a bit of a shaky game, this. Uh, they, oh, they, they were down. They had to score as two. As comfortable as, as yeah. you thought they would be. I mean, ultimately, they got the points, and that's what matters. Right. But... I mean, even Kenny texted me and was like, yeah, it's, this is a little nerve-wracking. Um, in another match that was also a little nerve-wracking, too, it took two goals in the last 20 minutes from uh, Dewsbury Hall for uh, the Foxes to beat Coventry, who was the team that was in the playoff final last season. Yeah. Uh, I, I talked to you earlier about this, uh, today, earlier today about this, rather, and um, I'll be surprised if Karen Dewsbury Hall is a Leicester player by the end of the week. Yeah, I... I think I'm, there's going to be some panic buying by Premier League clubs, and Leicester are desperate for fucking cash because their owners don't have any. Uh, I feel like moment. he's currently a cheap expense for them, and he's young. For me, I feel this is more like a Jack Grealish situation I mean, where he's going to stay with the club. Um, Wait till I they figure, come up and then get them seventy million instead of thirty-five. Is I'm, that what you're thinking? I'm shocked. Yes, yes, that is the case. I'm also fucking shocked that uh, that um, James Ward-Prowse is not gone from <laughs> Southampton yet. And yeah. honestly, I'm shocked that he is not at West Ham yet. It makes perfect sense. It, it does. It makes all and and it's not like West Ham doesn't have the money to afford to spend the over. No, we, they're going to overpay for him. It's going to be forty we, million. We talked about on the main show when when I went through their transfers. I think they're what a hundred and was it fifty two million, hundred fifty seven million or something. Yeah, in the positive that, that they've made uh, this summer without really spending a dime. Right, and for me, it's just like. Why haven't you bought him yet? I think Dewsbury Hall is going to stick around just simply because of his age. So the <coughs> honestly, excuse me, the rumor for West Ham is that they're they're now fifty million after Scott McTominay, mm -hmm. which is not James Ward Prowse, right? Uh, there really isn't a creative bone in the McTerminator's body, um, to be honest. And and I sure he's a serviceable midfielder that that has a better defensive record than James Ward Prowse. But he, in terms he of screams David Moyes, he does. Mm. He does, and James Ward Prowse does not. Uh, uh, besides the fact that he can hoof a ball into a box better than anyone fucking else in English football, in English football history, <laughs> he kicks it better than fucking Beckham did. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's the fucking best. How he's not in the prem already baffles me baffles me if it's, ever if ever there's an english that are holding out for too much money if there's it an english tax be. worth overpaying for it's fucking wordpress yeah, it really is I, I tend to agree with you um also worth mentioning um now one of these is not a team that's been in the prem but i still want to talk about them um norwich millwall and watford all got wins uh watford won four nil they got a nice convincing a, win oh yeah and and up to nil very very quickly in that game as well i think inside mm -hmm. like 18 minutes or something yeah, ridiculous they were long. up to nil no um, they're they're going to be an interesting package. Uh, we we do have to very quickly because we're almost done with the championship. Have to mention this is the August championship. Yes, uh, very we've much already so. mentioned you know a few players: Che Adams, uh, Stuart Armstrong, James Ward Prowse, Kieran uh, Dewsbury Hall. In two weeks' time, before the transfer window closes, that thirty-five million or, or you know bid originally that you turned down. Goes to forty million, forty-five million. Suddenly, as a championship side, that becomes a bit more attractive. Well, and then there'll also suddenly be all of the loanees mm -hmm. of eighteen, nineteen-year-old kids from Premier League clubs down to the championship to quote 
toughen them up. Right. So yeah, it is it is worth noting that this so, this first month of the championship I mean it's, it's the first of, stop start. it's the first of 87 months in a row. Absolutely. But it's going like it's just but we, you we, don't know what you have yet. Yeah, obviously if you're listening to this show you've listened to the main <laughs> show uh before. We we do a betting segment. You know this. Mm-hmm. Uh we tend to not bet on the first week of the season because we want to see where people fly, where people land, what happens, right? Uh usually in the championship, I say take the first month off. Yeah. Don't put a dime down on the championship until September 1st. And then you can figure out what teams actually look like mm-hmm. and how different that is right. from where we are today. Uh, and then you can actually make an informed decision about that betting. Excellent. Well, keeping it rolling, um, leads go down two and have to score late. I mean, at the death late. To escape with a draw against uh, Cardiff City, not a good start at all. Because to Cardiff, the championship, Cardiff City aren't expected to fucking do much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for them to ship what they shipped there uh, in the first half is is not great. Uh, and to to have to claw back obviously is it's kind of damning. To right, be honest. right. I'm, this I, is. This is I, I the don't team think, of all of them. We kind of expect to figure it out and get their asses back up, but it's just like I, not looking like that. I'm not terribly worried that they'll go down from the championship, even if they get picked off a little bit. I think they have decent pieces all over the pitch. I think their, I, it's, their it's, coaching situation last season obviously was a shambles. Um, Bielsa, Bielsa brought in a ton of fucking kids that we never saw play until just recently. Right. And they're all going to perform well in the championship because they've so. all been Bielsa trained. <laughs> well, exactly. They know what to fucking expect. I, I just, so I don't think they're going to have a problem in terms of going down. Like even if Crescencio Somerville leaves, mm. even if you know those uh, Nanto, some of those players get picked off. I don't think Leeds is going to go down to League One by any stretch. Mm. Um, but I think they may, while they're still relatively immature, I think they may find it difficult to bounce back immediately. Um, after this initial display, right? Uh, hopefully, you'd think they'd figure it out in about six weeks and go on a bit of a run. But at th- this first game did not fill me with confidence uh, for Leeds. Now, uh, talking about teams that were previously in the Premier League that did not start off their campaign very well, West Brom, Huddersfield, and Sunderland all lost. Um, Huddersfield escaped by the fucking skin of their teeth last season. Well, and is the Warlock doing his magic? I don't know if the Warlock's going to be able to fucking repeat that magic with this team. I don't think he is either uh, because their back isn't up against the wall. Right. I think after the first 10 weeks of the season um, and they're sitting in dead last, I think the Warlock will start to perform. Yeah, yeah that's but when it, they'll suddenly care. It, it seems to be that um, that's just how Neil Warnock operates. Uh, mm-hmm. When things are good, it's hard for him. When things are bad... He's very good at galvanizing a group. Right. And I think for now, at least, he is the man moving forward, and I think Huddersfield will ultimately be safe, but um, it's not a great start. It's not a great look, and I, I I would tend to err on the side of caution of getting excited about Huddersfield. Yeah. Well, right now, that's about what we're going to cover the championship, you know, and this is kind of the idea of the show. We might not talk about your team every week, and if you want to hear about your team, fucking contribute tell us some shit that's going on so that we can go ahead and share it with everybody else too because frankly we're not sitting down and watching all these games we're not we're i'm looking at scores and then we're watching a few highlights and that's what kind we're doing for this so 
but we also want to make sure that we build a community with the rest of the the, the EFL because it's there, there's enough Premier League or former Premier League teams around that it's time to start kind of talking about it. Absolutely, more. and and all jokes aside, of course, obviously I know that there's 72 other clubs, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously, there is life outside the Premier League. And that should be talked about because the lifeblood of English football that nobody else in the world has is a four-tier professional system Mm -hmm. where you still get 10,000 fans at a stadium, Mm -hmm. where you still get, you know, week-in, week-out sellouts. You still get people that give a fuck. And that's just the professional setup. You can go into non-league. Mm-hmm. and find English teams that are just as well supported in terms of percentage of attendance as fucking Premier League clubs. Yeah. And that needs to be paid attention to. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be celebrated because the grassroots football in England from non-league all the way up to the championship is fucking brilliant. I mean, we were in uh, Portsmouth when we went, when we went Absolutely. over. And it was a Tuesday night, a cold Tuesday night, was windy and it was and it was a complete sellout in the three home stands Mm -hmm. come so we were sitting in a fairly empty area because not a lot of fleetwood fans well they opened it up to home supporters because nobody came down (laughs) fleetwood to portsmouth is not a well-trodden path no uh and uh those 10 supporters that showed up had a bit of a trek uh, ahead of them before they got there on a tuesday yeah so they did uh us of uh, a, a nice young family whose son mm-hmm. uh, I heard swear about four seconds into arriving in our seats mm-hmm. um, uh, were there, and then about three other blokes that just seemed like they had nothing better to do. Yeah, but but we looked out over a stadium that was fucking packed. You couldn't see a hole in those stands at all anywhere. So moving on to League One, uh, Barnsley unfortunately had gotten uh, relegated this past season from the Championship. Something that's never happened to them. Well, they emphatically let League One know who the fuck they were as they beat Port Vale seven fucking nothing. Well, it, it's it's not even that they did it. Port Vale just gave up. Yeah. <laughs> they just stopped playing yeah. after about the what, 18th minute or something. Yeah, they they just just, like, oh, Port Vale didn't give a over. shit. It was a, an absurd performance. And if, if Port Vale continue on um, with that mentality, very easy to see them get relegated this yeah. season, yeah. honestly. I yeah. mean, that, it was an absolutely pitiful performance from them now fair play to barnsley you can only play what's in front of you and they smashed them and get that goal advantage right away Absolutely. get that goal advantage yep. right the fuck away remember 100 it's um four teams go up from league one so you can i uh, know i'm sorry three teams it's four teams that go up from league two from league two yeah but you know for the team that just recently got demoted Get that one or two spot. Get yourself back up to the championship and get yourself exactly. back in fucking get, get out of the situation because yeah. you're going to start to hear a lot of names in this uh, fucking in this little rundown here that are all championship or former Premier League clubs. In the case of Blackpool, Bolton, and Wigan, who all got opening victories, huge for all the, those clubs. Absolutely, um, Wigan especially because their attendances have dwindled again. Uh, we spoke about them when they were in the Premier League. Obviously, it mm. was. Um, you know, under Roberto Martinez, won that FA Cup and everything else, and the stadium was packed, and this, that, the other. But Wigan traditionally is a rugby town. Yep, we've spoken with this uh, with, with Ben, with ben yep. a few times. Uh, him, him being from there, uh, and the team he supports, but they don't always Wigan get the support that they necessarily deserve, and for them to be in League One is is not great financially obviously it's it's not inspiring for the town and everything else well and wigan and blackpool just went up and just came right back mm-hmm. down from uh from from the, the championship. championship yep now in the case of bolton bolton had 
just plummeted all the After way Allardyce, down. Yeah. yeah, to the point where they were almost out of professional football and almost mm. liquidated. Yep. So they did make the playoffs last season. Um, I am expecting big things from Bolton, and I'm I think Bolton might win the league. I'm honestly, actively yeah. rooting for Bolton to get yeah. that promotion back to the championship. That's for damn sure. The uh, aforementioned team we already talked about, Pompey, Portsmouth, uh, Drew, Joey Barton's Bristol Rovers. It was Joey Barton's Fleetwood Town when we were there on That's that right. uh, Tuesday. Absolutely. We did they see drew, him manage live. Yeah, we uh, drew Bristol Rovers 1-1. Do you know that uh, Joey Barton, his ex now, his Twitter, whatever the fuck you want to call it, he charges. It's a $5 subscription if you want to uh, listen to his ranting and raving. Nice. Yeah. I looked at it and I just went, no, no I can't do it. I can can't. we do? Can we do ours for fifty cents? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> no, we just got a bunch of followers, Sam. I don't want to go losing <laughs> them. And then talking about, well, it's, 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 yeah, with the, yeah, no, the no. exchange rate is only thirty-five pence. Yeah, well, it's not Englishmen <laughs> listening to us, kid. It's fucking Americans. Um, you know, we're we're an American show. Most of the Englishmen, are like, the fuck are these guys talking about? So, anywho, <laughs> yeah. um. Another big disappointing demotion uh, in the championship this past season was Reading. And Reading's a team that's been in the Premier League multiple times. They've had quite a bit of success in the championship. They go down, and in their home opener, they lose 1-0. Not a great look here uh, for Reading. And not a great look for Paul Lentz. Um, mm -hmm. On the back of last season, I don't even, honestly, I don't even know if he's still there. Yeah. But on the back of last season, they did not finish strong. Um, uh, there was you know unrest in the dressing room. There a lot of issues going on at Redden just in general. It, it's almost what happened to Bolton post Allardyce. Yeah, it's just you know kind of spending was out of control. Um, there was no real direction for the club. There was new manager every three weeks or so, you know, kind of thing. Um, and then Paul Lentz came in and, and kind of solidified him for about a month. And then fell off a cliff again. Um, going and back, that, it just wasn't. It's just not good. And to to be in this position where they lose their home openers is just not great. So going back to uh, Bolton, since you brought it up with the Allardyce thing, I think the other thing that really ultimately destroyed Bolton too that season, the loss of Stuart Holden when they yeah. were in the Premier League when that he broke his leg, massive leg yeah. break against uh, Manchester United. He never came back to play again, really. He played a little, but not a lot. He was and, out for, I think, eight months in total, required mm -hmm. multiple surgeries. And then just was never able to it recover was physically. The, it was never the same. Yeah. And and he was, he was with him and Gary Cahill just leading that team, and it just... Yeah, the midfield fell apart after they lost hold, and that was and that was really of that it for leg them. Break. We also got stuck with Alexi Lawless for a lot longer. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Fuck. dick. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to finally wrapping up League Two. Get in, Aki. Come on. Opening up the season with a nice 3-0 victory over Newport County. Got a fucking like that. That's fucking nice. Love it. <clears throat> um, Forest Green and Tranmere both lose. Best pitch in League Two, I heard. Uh, goddamn Aki. better be. Goddamn right. Goddamn better hey. be. I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy, too. Yeah. Close personal friend of the show. Yeah, ben I K. like it, Mr. K. We're going to have to have him on on this show just to talk Wigan and fucking Aki. 100%. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, and he can speak to it. Forrest, Forrest Green uh, and Tranmere in, in the vegetarian um, uh, losing uh, situation. And they moved, on, they moved on from Big Dunk already, which I think is a mistake because it wasn't like Big Dunk uh, was going to fix where they, they no. were. They were so deep in the hole. 
it's like, all right, well, let him get a start at the club. Let him get a right proper let him get season. A summer. Let him get a summer. Right. Let him let him train these guys. You you get dunk for a reason, right? Inspirational leader kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, let him fucking well, do what he's supposed to do. The, the results didn't really improve under dunk it, is the problem. It, it, the team was shit, though. Yeah, yeah. He also had that weird vegan video where yeah. he tried, like, quinoa for the first time yeah. or whatever it was. It just, I don't know that that was the right fit, Heard, <laughs> to no. be completely honest. Yeah, Dunk doesn't have a job right now. I think it's a crying shame because I think that man needs to get more managerial experience. 100%. You know where I'd like to see him, honestly? Mm-hmm. I think Big Dunk would be a perfect championship manager. Yeah. The reason I say that is because those players are good enough to listen, to, to be able to do a job mm-hmm. in general. Uh, what they need is a man manager and an inspirational leader, which is what Dunk is, right? Because if you're at the you know the highest level, what are you teaching these people? That's kind of why Rafa Benitez's career faltered. Remember, mm-hmm. he tried to teach Cristiano Ronaldo how to take free kicks, right? Precisely. Like they don't need a coach; they need a Carlo. Yeah, they need an Arteta. Yeah, I don't so, disagree with like, that. Yeah, okay, set the shape up, or you know, whatever. <clears throat> this is how we want to play, or whatever. But ultimately. You're not teaching Odegaard how to pass. Right, right. He knows right? how to pass already. He knows how to pass, right? That's why he's here. You're you're putting your arm around him and you're going and coddling that talent. Mm-hmm. I think Big Dunk is that guy, and he. I think he knows when someone needs a boot in his ass. I would love to see this fit, and it's Duncan Ferguson at fucking Sunderland. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't disagree with be that. perfect. I do not disagree with that one bit. I think one match bit. made in heaven. All right, so uh, moving on, uh, Shrimps out for Macambi as they beat a team we were asked to talk oh, oh. about, and then they never fucking talked Speak for back yourself, about it. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Uh, about, shrimps out. Well, yeah, Shrimps Come out. Heard. Oh, yeah. I got fucking giant Norwegian crawfish over here, okay? <laughs> oh, okay, well, they're not crawfish. You would, yeah, you would say I have a langoustine if you wanted to do it properly. A langoustine? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're fucking giant. Langy dicky is what <laughs> yeah, I got, okay? okay? Any, but uh, anywho, it was uh, Wassel who we were asked to talk about in our very early part of our career, and then the guy never spoke to us again after we talked about him, as we made it a point to talk about him. So, haha, your team fucking lost. I feel like that's a Mike Rogers situation. Yeah, it probably uh, was. In hindsight. Yeah, personally. probably was. Uh, but yeah, good on Morcombe. Well done. Yep. And uh, finally, in League Two, Wrexham get their first game back in professional football, and it saw them score three goals. Problem MK Downs scored five. So Paul Mullins obviously got hurt preseason with the puncture, uh, punctured lung against Manchester United, which is. A football injury that I never knew could happen on a football pitch. Right. It's a strange thing to have go on. Um, but still score three goals mm-hmm. despite their leading goal scorer not being around. Right. Um, but we saw that in the FA Cup. They know how to score like it's going out of style. They can't fucking defend. But I think that is promising. But a, a 5-3 defeat to MK Dons, who aren't really expected to do much, um, not, you know... The biggest club in the world, newly, obviously. Newly demoted, so they're going to yeah. be one of the, quote, better teams I mean, of the league. That's, that's probably fair to them, but 5-3, first game back in the Football League, it is Hollywood stuff, to be honest. Dis, despite the loss, that's Hollywood stuff. An eight-goal thriller to open the league. Yeah. Nah. And that's what uh, we got to expect from them, to be honest. 100%. That's what, it, that's what it, this entire year 100%. is going to be for, for Wrexham. It's going to be Hollywood stories, without a doubt. Well, that is going to wrap it up, Sam. So your thoughts on our first little venture? 
not bad. You know, it's 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 nice to it's nice to get out and see what the peasants are doing <laughs> <laughs> for a day. You silly uh, little twat. <laughs> uh, so no, no, it's it, it's lovely to you know to go through. Obviously, we are actual fans of the EFL, uh, which is why we took that two hour train ride. Um, to make sure that we saw Portsmouth while we were in England together. Like, we got to go to Fretton Park, Uh, We have to go to Fretton Park. It's Pompey's there, and it's not far away, and I think the whole train cost us a collective 38 pounds round trip. Yep. Uh, So it was was there to to do. We uh, talked our way out of a bar fight uh, while we were in Portsmouth. Yep. um, Which was brilliant. Um, Played a game of pool with an Englishman there. Uh, It's near and dear to our heart, the EFL, and... um, despite neither one of us ever having experienced it really outside of just loving football so it's uh it's fun to see we've always had a a fascination with Leighton orient we've always had a fascination with aki we've always had a fascination with uh you know with portsmouth uh obviously they have their ties to the premier league right and when we first started really following football uh and then their ultimate demise um so it's I love it. I th- I think it's cool that we're we're diving into it a little bit. You know, it obviously has to be brief. It's not our bread and butter, right? Um, but it's it's fun and uh, and I enjoy it. So I'm I'm glad we're doing it, and I hope everybody else likes it as well. I hope they, you know, at least if they don't like it, I hope they respect us for wanting to talk about it. Excellent. And um, for those of you who uh, support some of these clubs. Reach out to us. Please tell us stories. Yeah. Let us know things that are going on. We want to hear about it because this is a collective, and we want to kind of want to. We still want to make sure we're talking about it, but we're gonna need your help as well. So we'd love to hear from you. I'd also love to know what it's like to drink a beer in view of the pitch. Um, let me know. Well, and then finally, we can't do that in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> finally, last thing, Mr. Graham, this right here that we are doing. Is show number 299. It is. Next week when we kick off the DU football show, my good friend, it'll be 300 episodes. Our 300 episodes. It has been a wonderful five years. Uh, all of us, Mel, you included in this, have grown exponentially from when we started with those tinny microphones I bought off Amazon. Yeah, God. Uh, to where and we a are hand today. hand-me-down board. An old yeah. school hand-me-down board. Yeah. Um, it, it's been a fucking fun ride. It's been a joy to grow, it's been. grow this community. You kept saying it's been. I had I to do it. You uh, didn't have to. I did. I, I, I did. showed impulse control and didn't. To grow this You com- showed zero impulse control Cut. as you I'm tried to, to be polite. You tried to reach through the fucking Zoom and molest Mark. I mean... <laughs> He was starting it. All the, you saw all the flirting in the uh-huh. chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. I would have been rude not to respond. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead, Graham. You were saying? I just kind of like it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, it's been it, it, it's been a, a, a big uh, pleasure of of mine over the last you know five years doing the show and and watching all of us grow within our roles and we talked about it on the tailgate show was just we have our niche and we always just seem to fall into and accomplish what we do mm-hmm. and our dynamic as not even on the show but as a friendship group over the last you know fifteen years has just been. It, it, I mean, one of the highlights of my life, honestly. You've and made a life form and a half during this. I know. We uh, thought it was weird when you said you were going to stop cutting your hair, but here you are five <laughs> years later. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but no, seriously, over the last 15 years as a friendship group, how we've, we've grown together and doing this and keeping it 
moving and it's yeah. fucking fantastic and i i love it and i i thank everybody that tunes in i thank everybody that downloads it listens it it's it's an honor to you know to bring this to you every week and mel said earlier said, said the word fans on the last show you know and mm-hmm. i don't it's weird to think of that word in relationship to us i i really do and which is why we do the 20 supporter show is i think literally think of them more as friends because mm-hmm. the interaction is there everybody tunes it everybody talks to us everybody fucks around with us and jokes around and mm-hmm. they respect the bands and they respect the fun and they get what the fuck we do we you know out of the 12 people or 13 people that actually showed up 11 of them were drinking mm-hmm. yeah like they know what this show is they know what the fuck we bring to the table and they're part of our football family now even though they support other teams Yep, agree. You know, and I love having these nemesis and and fun banter and battles, and it's a joy. Since it's, it's we're just pulling the lovely. curtain back, we need to go back to taking pictures of what we're drinking every week. Yeah, yeah fair. Agree. We'll get back to Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. we need to. That's yeah. one of our. That's one of our. Hundred percent correct. Our things we need to do this year. All right, everybody. I swore I was going to get this in under thirty minutes, so we're all done. Next week is episode number three hundred. Until then, we have about forty seconds. Though fucking say goodbye. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Straight and short, Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Don't you get Hit the fucking new button.